Welcome to another episode of the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo. Appreciate you being here today. And as we do on every Wednesday, we invite Susanna Mahady. She's with the law offices of Susanna Mahady to talk about trademarks. Last week was kind of trademark 101. What is a trademark? How do you go about applying for one? Today, we're going to talk about a strong trademark versus a weak trademark. It's another 10-minute nugget of information you can use. Hey, would you mind grabbing me a Kleenex while I Xerox this copy? Last week was her first week. Susanna Mahady of uh, the law offices of Susanna Mahady. Say hello to the audience. Hello, everybody. And so last week we learned about what is a trademark. That was our first episode with with Susanna. What is a trademark? How does one go about applying for a trademark? And uh, today we're going to get a little deeper into it and how to pick a trademark. What's a strong trademark? What's a weak trademark? And so, uh, Susanna, let's let's just uh, dig right into it. How do we go about choosing? a strong trademark? Well, I think one of the things we have to remember is that most businesses already have a trademark, right? You already have a name that you're using for your business, whether it's your own name or whether it's a made-up name. Whatever you call your business is already a trademark that you are using. So, there, you know, the trademark law is mostly concerned with distinctiveness. Like, are you or is your mark or brand distinctive enough to make sure that others are not confusing your business with somebody else's? So you want to make sure that people know who you are and that you're not having your business going to someone else because they're using a similar name. So um, you've got to be distinctive in in the name that we choose. And a similar name, like, and we talked about this off the air, Apple Records versus Apple Computers, similar name. And actually, there was uh, a, a uh, what do they call that, where uh, there was a settlement having to do with that title, but similar names. So a strong, what what would be an example of a, of a strong trademark? Well, strong trademarks would be something that is really um, arbitrary. They, you know, they're, 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 considered fanciful or suggestive. For instance, if you have a a trademark that is a made-up name, you know, look at um, Xerox for copy machines or... Yeah, what what does Xerox mean? Right? It doesn't mean anything, but it's a name that was created for a a brand that is now very well-recognized. Well, and then so, here's yeah. here's an interesting question then. What, what happens when your brand becomes regular everyday vocabulary? Hey, can you make a Xerox of this of this piece of paper? Hey, can you hand me a Kleenex? You know, that's it's an interesting thing because there's there's a, a video of and I can't remember. I believe it's Xerox. Um, I have to look it up. But it was it was a parody done by I think they were supposed to be employees of this brand and and telling people don't use our name that's a generic name because it can dilute the brand right like you it's basically you're not supposed to and we do it all the time I mean I'll say grab a Kleenex instead of a tissue 
But that's how well recognized the Kleenex brand is because you associate basically every tissue to that brand. But it is something that that a lot of these big companies have to police and they have to make sure that they send you know notifications or cease and desist letters or they notify people don't use our brand for a, as a generic name. Well, and I would assume by the time your business gets to be this this international brand and that everybody is using it as common everyday vocabulary, you also have a staff of of attorneys who can write those cease and desist letters uh, that that do nothing but scan the internet all day. And Absolutely. so, so choosing a, a a strong name is uh, is key. And and as as you mentioned, maybe even making up a name that. And I think a, 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 an example of names that are made up would be, and you can't help but not see them are the uh, the uh, the the drug commercials. Right. Right. I mean, you got to wonder, how do they come up with that name? It could be, uh, you know, a combination of, of words that they mash together. And those are going to be very strong because chances are somebody else hasn't thought of that and hasn't tried to register that. So the more creative you can be, the better. You know, there's also, I mean, some acceptable trademarks are those that are suggestive. For example, um, this would be kind of a, a word that suggests um, a characteristic of the good or, or the product or the service that you're going to provide for and examples of that would be like QuickBooks. I mean, it's, it's, it's suggestive that it has something to do with bookkeeping and also it's going to be set fast. It'll be quick, maybe easy. Okay. So those, that's a suggestive thing or Netflix. That's a, an online um, movie streaming service. So Net for internet, flicks for movies. So those are suggestive trademarks, but they're 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 good words to use because chances are no one else has that. And that makes sense. And then QuickBooks, I think, is owned by Intuit. Intuit being just a short word, uh, a, 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 taking a couple syllables of the word intuitive. I right. would I would I would assume. Right. And but that's, uh, that's suggestive enough that you're assuming a characteristic of the brand that you're, you're insinuating that word that is not actually being stated. Would a trademark benefit a person, for instance, when when domain names became available to to purchase? I purchased the domain names of everyone in my family. And. Would it be, number one, is it possible to trademark your name? Number two, say, for instance, I'm I'm an artist and I paint or I, yeah, it, and, and I don't want someone to take my name. Is, is it possible to trademark your own name? Good question. People ask that all the time. And yes, it is possible. Um, you need to remember, though, that for trademarking other names, you have to have consent. And so the, the, the trademark office just wants to know that the person whose name is being trademarked is agreeing to it. So as long as you have consent from that person and that consent gets filed with the application, then you can. You can trademark a name. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I, I do want to mention also um, what trademarks are not 
acceptable or not um, ones that will most likely be um, registrable. Do it. Um, So there's the weak ones would be those that are just descriptive or generic. So like you said, some of the generic words um, can be, can be registered, but if they are defining uh, the goods and services that you are selling or providing, then it would not be something that would be acceptable. And for example, if you just um, are creating a store that sells bicycles and you call it the bicycle store, that's a generic name, a brand that would not be um, accepted. If you have something that's descriptive, for instance, if you have yogurt and you call it creamy yogurt, you're just describing the product. So that would not be acceptable. That would not be a good name to trademark. And the whole idea behind that is that you know other people should not be prevented from using that word in describing their goods or services. So Kleenex can be trademarked, but someone else cannot come along saying, you know what, I just created a product called tissue and tissue cannot be because it's a generic name. It's a generic word. Or it's a generic product. Right. It's a common everyday word that everyone should be able to use. So in the 60 seconds or so that we have left, uh, do you want to close with any type of, uh, of nugget before we get into your contact information? I think that as long as you can be creative in describing what your goods or services are, coming up with a very um, arbitrary, strong name, that would be the best thing to try to register. I mean, your name, your logo, your um, slogan, any of those things are definitely something that you should consider registering before somebody else does. And if somebody out there listening, watching, if they had a question about trademarks, how can they get a hold of Susanna Mahady? They can find me on my website, which is mahadylaw.com, which is spelled M-A-H-A-D-Y-L-A-W.com. You can also email me at smahady at mahadylaw.com. Mahadylaw.com. That's Susanna Mahady. We're talking trademarks. We're going to do this every week. Uh, although, Susanna... Uh, Not next week, because it's the week of Thanksgiving. We're taking the week off. And so we will see you in two weeks. Sounds great. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get y'all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.